It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, This Changes Everything. And our scripture reference today is taken from Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses 22 through 33. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. When I learned the principle of so that, it changed how I read the Bible. Of course, it had an impact on my sense of leadership and ministry as well. I read the so that principle in the book titled Bearing Fruit Ministry with Real Results. In a nutshell, the so that principle helps to focus ministry on the fruit God desires from us and not just the way we do ministry. The way we do ministry often seems to be more important to us. We'll keep doing ministry and settling for not actually producing fruit worthy of repentance just because it's something we like to do. I'm pretty sure there's been a point at every church I've served when I've suggested it was time to not continue some activity. Oh, the looks you'll receive when you say that. I only suggested that because the event was becoming more impossible to host. Not enough people were available to help. It was a drain on the resources we needed to use for other ministries. And those were just the practical reasons. For me, the more important reason was because what was missing most was fruit. Can you guess what the first response to my suggestion always was? It was something along the lines of, we've been doing this for X number of years. There was often little consideration of fruit for these kinds of events. It's just what we do. The so that principle helps align what you're doing with what you really want to accomplish. This is helpful for church leaders and ministry efforts, but it's also good for you as an individual Christian to determine what God is asking of you. Now, I told you this principle changed how I read the Bible. That's because it's everywhere in the Bible. It feels like I read a passage from Scripture that uses the so that principle at least a few times a week. Here's the best example. It's one you're familiar with, but may not even have given much attention. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that whoever believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. So God did something. He gave the world his son, but he didn't just do something for the sake of doing something. He gave the world his son so that we may have eternal life. There was a clear and direct purpose behind what God did. Here's another example. When God gave Moses the law, the Lord made it clear he wanted his people to walk in obedience to all that the Lord your God has commanded you. Why did God want the people to do that? You could try to think of your own reasons. Keep reading what God said, however, and the Lord tells you himself. Guess the next two words God said to Moses. So that you may live and prosper and prolong your days in the land that you will possess. How great it is to know that God does so much for us so that we are blessed. He's always had a plan to bless his people. 
We often mistake what God does. In the end, hopefully, we see that God loves us too much to do anything other than care for us. So, let's learn from God's purposeful actions. Take a quick inventory of the things you do out of love for God and neighbor. Look at what your church does. Write down whatever you do and then include a so that behind it. Does your so that align with God's will? Is there a way you need to rearrange what you are doing in order to match a more faithful so that? If God is purposeful in what he does, you should be too. Stay blessed.